Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Nick. Welcome back. You may have noticed I changed the name of the podcast. This is going to be known as RE Scholars or Real Estate Scholars. Um, reason being, I changed it. I want to be a little more broad as far as um, the stuff we're going to go over. I also want to bring to you guys, you know, some niche strategies that I personally use and that I know people that use to be profitable. So I didn't, I didn't want to limit it to just tax, li- tax liens and deeds. Um, hopefully, by bringing some other strategies to you, you'll find some uh, some added value to the podcast. Uh, with that being said, let's jump into it. Today, this is going to be a podcast about mortgage surplus funds, or um, also known as excess proceeds, um, mortgage overages, whatever you want to call it. I previously did an episode on tax sale overages, and we went over that. With mortgages... The concept is the same. Um, when a house goes into foreclosure, a mortgage foreclosure, and it goes to the auction and it sells for more than what's owed to the lender, then there is what is known as excess proceeds or surplus funds or an overage. And this money can also go back to the homeowner. Um so the concept is the same as tax sale overages. The difference is you're just dealing with di- different entities. You know, with tax sales, the auction is usually conducted by the county government. Um, with mortgages and mortgage foreclosures, you're dealing with attorneys or courts, um, trustees. So you're just dealing with different people, but the concept's the same. Um, I'm going to walk you through a deal I did. This was one of the first deals I ever did that was a mortgage foreclosure that resulted in excess proceeds. And I'm going to walk you through that deal. So here's the story. There was a house in my neighborhood that was going to an auction, a foreclosure auction. I was interested in purchasing the house. So I went to the auction, um, but didn't end up buying the house. Um, It actually sold back to the bank. It had a lot of issues. But while I was at the auction, I discovered you know, there was another house that was being sold and they, you know, called out the opening bid. People started bidding. Long story short, this house, um, sold for quite a bit more than the opening bid. And so I realized that there was some excess proceeds and I just kind of figured out, Hey, maybe I can help the homeowner recover those excess proceeds. So one of the very first deals I did is the opening bid on this house was approximately $120,000, okay? Um, At the auction, it sold for $145,000. So you can see there that there's, you know, roughly $25,000. After attorney's fees, you know, and and costs, what was left over was approximately $23,000. And the story behind it is, the homeowner had passed away and didn't have their affairs in order. So his, um, he didn't have any children. His wife had passed away, but he had some, some siblings and he had a sister and she was kind of taking care of things, but she couldn't sell the house because it wasn't in her name. And, um, obviously he hadn't willed it over to anyone and he didn't have a power of attorney. So basically the house just went into foreclosure and they lost it. Well, I was able to find the sister and let her know that there was $23,000 left over from the sale of the house. 
Um, long story short, we came to agreement where we agreed that I would do the work, um, you know, the legal work, hiring an attorney, paying all the fees and costs to recover the funds. And at the end of the day, we would split the proceeds. And what happened, what ended up happening is I was able to recover that $23,000 for the sister. And um, I think my portion was, I'm trying to remember exactly, I think it was, we agreed on a 60-40 split. So she would get 60% of anything I got and I would get 40%. And all the all the fees and, and costs would come out of my out of my percentage as well. So that was our agreement. And I believe after all was said and done, you know, and I paid all my attorney's fees, I ended up netting it was just under ten thousand um, dollars. and then she got the rest. And so that was one of the very first um deals I did. Uh, dealing with a mortgage overage or mortgage excess proceeds or whatever. So that's just a case study of one of the first deals I did. Um, this happens all over the country. There are foreclosures in every county, in every state. Um, and, and there is money left over that should go back to these homeowners. And so it's a very cool niche that I like to do. It's something that I specialize in. You can actually go to my website, overagerefunds.com, to see some of the other deals I've done. And, um, yeah, hopefully you um, took some value from this strategy and perhaps you can implement it for yourself. If you're wanting to get involved in this strategy, you can reach out to me via email. Um, send it to my business email, nick, N-I-C-K, at overage, O-V-E-R-A-G-E, refund r-e-f-u-n-d dot com um, hopefully in the future we will have a new group um, of people that want to learn this strategy and that's um, in the process of being created right now also in the meantime check out our facebook group um, re scholars on facebook it's brand new so just starting out it's under construction but join us there and post your questions post what you want to learn about and I'm happy to do an episode on whatever it is that you want to learn or post your questions and we can answer them there or answer them on the podcast. And um, yeah, connect with me there, guys. Again, that's RE Scholars on Facebook. Check me out there. And then you can also email me if you're interested in learning more about this strategy, nick at overagerefund.com. Until next time, happy investing.